Hey guys, it's Ariana and it's Maddie and welcome back to another episode of Thorns and Roses. So this episode is going to be a really good one, I have a feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, but Very near and dear to our hearts. Very, but of course we got to start with our rosebud thorns. So Maddie, why don't you start? Okay, so my rose this week, the weather was so great. I had so much outside time. I feel like this was a really good week overall. What's your rose? My rose was having a chill night in last night and having a little evening grocery walk and just making dinner and just chilling. Like, it was so nice just sitting it here like talking. It was so nice and needed, felt like homey, mm-hmm. just so chill. That was fun. Um, um, thorn? I'll do my thorn get over with. Um, I, this isn't really a prominent thorn, but on Tuesday... I saw something online about like my friend from home that pissed me off, but you know, it's five days later, I don't care anymore, just in the moment, it, it made me upset, but it's over now. So, so fair. Um, again, like not too prominent, Thorn is just thinking about round two of midterms and finance. how much I don't want to go through that. <laughs> no, please no. Specifically finance. Yeah, um, that was a bad one. Yeah, it uh, makes me really <laughs> stressed thinking about it. Um, Bud. Um, I'm excited. Okay, it's half thorn, half bud. Looking forward. I We have the day off Wednesday, mm. so I'm just going to like have a day to myself. But also, Ariana and our good friend Becky are leaving, so I'm going to be having lots of alone time this weekend. But it'll rejuvenate me, and then when they come back, it'll just make it so much better. So that was my bud was actually going home That's a big on Wednesday, seeing my parents and my dog, and just being home and like you said, it's going to make coming back just so much better mm-hmm. when we all like reunite and like the weekend after that is going to be so oh, yeah. fun and like the week. So it'll be like a nice little like break for everyone. And then like when you come back, you'll miss your routine here. Yeah. But yeah. you have enough time to like vacation. Oh, home. definitely. I'll like, I'll miss it. So today's episode is going to be all about food restriction, diet culture, disordered eating habits and yeah sort of our experience and I guess tips tips with all of that um because it can be very overwhelming Mm -hmm. um I guess the first thing that we want to talk about is diet culture in general like we hear that term a lot but what does it mean what does it mean I mean it's essentially the idea that the picture of health is making yourself smaller and that's just sort of the norm um And I kind of want to disclaim this by saying that that doesn't mean that losing weight is necessarily a bad thing at all by any means. If that's someone's goal, that's totally okay, but in a healthy way and it should be handled by an expert, should be handled by a nutritionist, etc. Taking information from an Instagram post, you don't know if you're getting the whole picture, so definitely... If you want to start, that's great, but go to, like, a registered dietitian. Yeah, it's also just, um, like, the idea that certain foods are good and mm-hmm. certain foods are bad, and I think the second you label a food as quote-unquote bad, problems, you, start. problems arise, many of them, and you automatically just want something more. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be food. If you are restricting one thing from your life, telling yourself, I can't not have this you're gonna want it more exactly that's like the whole helicopter parent thing if your parents don't let you 
go out past a certain time or see certain people, all you're going to want to do is see those people and break your curfew. Exactly. It's all about flexibility. Or like people's parents who are maybe more strict about alcohol when they're Mm -hmm. in high school. Maybe they go a little crazier. Yeah. And something bad can happen with alcohol poisoning or something like that. Yeah, totally. Um, And I guess there's sort of a big focus on calories with diet culture. And again, that's something that takes a nutritionist to figure out. A lot of people just sort of think, oh, I need to be in a calorie deficit, so I'm just going to pick what I think is right. And that is just so wrong because everyone's body operates differently. So you have no idea if that's anywhere near, and it's most likely not. Like, you don't know how much you should be eating for your weight. I don't. Yeah. So I would never just say, hmm, I need to eat blank amount of yeah, calories today. Yeah, thinking that that's enough, because chances are it's probably not. Mm, yeah. So we all know a bunch of diets that we see on Instagram, keto, food combining, intermittent fasting. A ton of different things, but I think especially with the intermittent fasting idea, the whole concept of like delaying your meals and like almost wanting to like push off eating is so bizarre is like a trend and it makes no sense and also there's all these rules about oh like you can't eat past this time or like oh setting up times when you can't eat, can't eat is just so bad and not honoring your cravings or like your body's natural state at all the whole part about like skipping or pushing off your morning meal I see this a lot online to not lose your quote-unquote morning skinny is so problematic. So problematic. Your stomach looks extra small because you haven't eaten for like 10 hours. You right. need food. Right. And that's a normal thing to wake up. And if you wake up and you're hungry the second you wake up... Make something. Yeah. Like eat a little something. That's so normal. Um, and like... You'll probably pass out in your workout if you go right to workout in the morning without eating. A hundred percent. How many times have we felt like we were seeing stars? Right, right, yeah. And like... That's a sign you need to eat. A hundred percent. Like, you shouldn't just be like, oh, I'll push through to oh wait my gosh, for this. Like, it's so it is not a reward. It's not a reward. It's fuel. It's fuel. Um, And like, don't be really strict with yourself in terms of making a plan of when you're gonna eat or what or and I totally encourage like leaving time for yourself to eat so like I know like when I get back from class particularly on Mondays I get back from class I have like five minutes until my next zoom class where we're not allowed to eat so on those days I like to prepare something ahead but that is so different than being like I have to have this at this time for dinner, I have to have this tomorrow. I'm gonna have this for breakfast, this for lunch. No. Don't be strict with yourself. Eat when you're hungry. Exactly. Bottom line. Last week, I was doing homework at night around, it was like 5 p.m., which is earlier mm-hmm. than I normally want to eat dinner. Mm-hmm. But I was doing work and I couldn't focus on doing my work because I kept looking at the clock because I was like, hmm, what's an acceptable time to make dinner? Right. And then I was like, what are you doing? And I like, just got up. Like, there's literally made... no time. Exactly. And by the time, like, my dinner was made, I was starving. So, Right. Like, exactly. It was early. Glad you started the process. Right. Like, I was er- it was a little bit early than I normally eat, but I was so hungry. Right. Like, there's no... And then, like, if you're hungry again, oh nine my gosh, or ten. Oh, you already okay. a snack. Yeah. Like... 
that's fine. Every day is going to be different, you Honor know? your cravings. Like, it totally depends on the day, too. If you're working out a lot... Like, Clearly, you're going to need to eat more. Yeah, you're going to be hungrier. And, like, on days you don't, maybe you're not as hungry. That's okay, too. That doesn't mean... That, also, like, if there's certain days you don't want to eat as much, like, you're just not hungry, you don't need to, like, think that something is wrong with yourself. Because there right. are certain days where I'm just not craving a lot of food. Right. I still eat, but... Right. I don't totally. eat extra because I'm not hungry. Yeah, I think that was, like... um sort of an issue when I did counted like macros and stuff because I would always think oh I need x amount of protein so I'm gonna have this protein shake when I'm not hungry at all and then I get super full so it like goes both ways in terms of like eating more when like you're not hungry or not eating when you're really hungry and either way it's gonna be problematic and you should just eat when you're hungry especially when you're out to dinner think like yes you spent however much on this meal for yourself but you don't have to finish it when you go out to eat they're probably giving you way more than you would ever make for yourself so just take it home eat it tomorrow you don't need to eat the whole thing in one sitting totally and on the contrary to that I feel like there's such a stigma around like going out to dinner and whenever in college high school maybe even adults I just don't know that that somehow equates to saving your meals for the day and not eating until dinner when it's just dinner and you are going to hang out with your friends and enjoy the night you You should be celebrating the good food celebrating the company yeah and and not sit there like anxiously waiting for your meal to arrive because you're so hungry and because you haven't eaten all day thinking about this one like no meal should be like this huge indulgent like amazing thing that you've been looking forward to for a week I mean yeah like I have my favorite places whatever that I love to go to for that yeah but that does not mean that that has to take away the rest of your day like again it should be about the company exactly and it's so much more enjoyable when you're not (laughs) ravenous yeah like a few weeks ago we went to this spin class in the morning um me Ariana and our friend and I came back made breakfast did homework for like three hours. I had plans to go to dinner at like six, so we had to leave at 5.30, whatever, but it was three something and I ate like a sandwich for lunch and I was still enjoying myself at dinner. Exactly. Like, ugh. you just have to like keep that yes, reminder, keep, like it's okay. <laughs> I would not have been focusing on my schoolwork, getting ready, all the stuff. No, no, you were totally out of it. Also, when you're out to dinner, when you're ordering something, do not feel pressured by the people around you. Oh, this is such a thing. That like, if you want a salad and everyone else is getting a pizza, who they will not be like, oh my gosh, like you're trying to be healthy. Like, no. Yeah. Sometimes and you if, crave vegetables. And if everyone's ordering vegetables and you want a pizza, you want the full pizza, get yourself the you full pizza. You don't have to share it with anyone. Like, you don't need get to. It. You don't have to explain yourself. Exactly. You don't have to say, oh, I'm just so, so hungry today. No. no. Also, <laughs> Take a look, like, hmm, if you find yourself having those thoughts, maybe think about who you're surrounding yourself with. Maybe it's not the best people. Totally, because if those thoughts are, if you feel like you have to justify your choices... It's probably a sign. Yeah, it's probably a red flag, because you should never even think about that once. If you don't have, like, disordered food thoughts, and you find yourself randomly having these negative thoughts... Think about who you surround yourself with. If your roommates, your friends, your family talks about food in a disordered way, you can start having 
these thoughts that you never have had before. Right. That's something that plays a huge role in all of this Mm -hmm. is your environment and who you're surrounded with. And I think that all kind of starts with your childhood Mm. and how you were raised. And I guess even some of the people you were around, even some of your friends too, when you were younger. Take notice of their households. Yeah. And what, you know, their parents say to them. And like, we were both very fortunate to grow up in a very balanced like normal like unbalanced in the way that we had well at least my house we had a lot of junk likewise like um, our neighbors would come over and be like oh my gosh your snack cabinet you have so many snacks that's and also i would low-key get embarrassed that's, be like, that's what do my, you not have it? that is what my friends said to me and i did i was known for having like these whole foods like huge like jugs of huge chocolate chip cookies Ooh. that would come with like a billion like we always had them they were just so normal like they weren't even good to me like I didn't right. think they were good like I would be so excited when we when we get a different type of cookie <laughs> because I was like these are so like we always have these but I'd have friends who wouldn't wouldn't be allowed bread would not be so allowed weird. any junk like would be the ones to go to birthday parties or something and be crazy over the fact that there was like cake and yeah, pizza and like ice cream it's like it's, i feel like especially if you're a girl some moms not that this happened to us but if your mom is insecure about her weight taking it out on her young daughter being like oh my gosh are you really gonna eat that second totally. piece of bread like pay attention to that because totally. that does not it's not your fault yeah but the way you grew up definitely affects your 100%. relationship now. it's so much of who you're around and I think that carries on to your friends Mm -hmm. and like especially in high school once like people kind of become aware of that sort of thing yeah I feel like there's kind of a turning point at some point where people are aware of like Mm -hmm. what they're eating and how that affects their body and whatever and I know like at least for me it was very like there was a stigma around eating around eating food and it was like this weird thing that like again with the dinner thing if we're going to dinner like you don't eat all day if we're going out like don't eat all day which is so unhealthy but when you're around that like if if you are around that now like pay attention and realize like it is a hundred percent who like those comments add up Mm -hmm. and that can like change your whole mindset and you might not realize it but if you have an unhealthy relationship with food like think about where it came from yeah my high school was a little bit different I don't know if it's because I went to an all-girls school mm-hmm. like no one really had guys to impress about right. that. like we would all sit at my lunch table me and my friend group or like just anyone we sat with and we'd have like huge lunch boxes packed by our moms mm-hmm. with like snacks and a sandwich and fruit uh, vegetables like wow like when I think about how much I used to eat for lunch, like, I only finished it because I was like, oh, my gosh, my mom packed it for right. me. Right. But, like, looking back at it now, I did not need a whole sandwich, like, three mini donuts, some celery right, sticks. Right, like, moms go all out on the yes. packed lunches. Yes, and, like, I appreciate <laughs> never feeling weird about my lunch. Right. Oh, totally. Um, I feel like, for me, yeah, it kind of was more in high school, but also in college, and I know for you... That was that was like the first time I realized that people do not have the same relationship with food that I have. Right, and it can definitely like get to you. Those comments. Let's go through some of the comments you'll probably hear in college. 
Right. Um, I'm not going to eat a lot tonight because I want to look really good when we go out. Yeah, and we've, we've definitely heard that before. Um, I'm not going to eat a lot because I want to have more fun tonight. Totally. I just had coffee for breakfast. Oh my god. Oh my like, <laughs> all of that. It's really bad. Or, ooh, canceling out what you ate by working out even harder. That's oh, a bad one. Oh, I'm going to go to the gym because blank. Because I ate blank for dinner last night. Or I'm going to go to the gym to work off the alcohol. Oh my gosh. Like, if that is your relationship, there is something wrong. Yeah, there's something wrong. Working out should be fun. Yeah, and it should be... Find a workout you love and don't associate it with food. Yeah, oh my god. Once you associate it with food, there's no going back. You're going to have an awful relationship with working out. Mm -hmm. And I can understand why people, like, hate it. You know, Uh it's like this punishment of, like... Oh, I I ate a little more last night. So what? You were out with your friends having a good time, having a fun weekend that will literally not affect you at all. Like, literally, so what? Eating a slice of pizza when you're out and having a few drinks is not going to make you gain weight. No. (laughs) Like, it's so If you're doing that every night. Maybe. Yeah. Like, totally. But a Friday night. If you're binge drinking multiple nights a week and doing this, like, often yeah but if you have a fun night with your friends like <laughs> don't make it not fun yeah like that will make it not fun yes. to be thinking about it the whole time oh my gosh and like i'm so glad that i can like just yeah. come to terms with that and be like i'm having a fun time i honestly never <laughs> think about that like yeah. i'm so we're both so lucky mm-hmm. that like when we go out we're just excited we, we oh my gosh ariana and i went to this one restaurant with her mom and like the pita came out in oh hummus my God. and we were like this is just so good oh. and not once was i like oh my gosh i had like never three we were literally just like vibing talking just having the best time and and the pita kept rolling in not once did we think about it <laughs> no not once no they're like little things like the fries at oh my gosh we go to this one place at school where like they give you fries and not like we never are like oh my like no the fries. and like we love the fries like live for the fries and like, it's not like we're eating a whole thing like we're no, splitting them exactly like it's when you so think about normal. it reading like 10 fries literally it's like so normal so if you care about that that's a problem if you're thinking if you question yourself when eating the french fries that's when you know that's when you know is all i can so say toxic. on that topic yeah very toxic by eating the foods like fries and not restricting myself i never crave it because I don't restrict myself. If you're sitting out and you're not letting yourself eat the fries, you're going to want it so much more than if you just eat it. Totally. Like, like there's something about that that mm-hmm. makes you, like, nonstop thinking about it. Or, like, same with the dessert. If you're like, I can't yes. have the dessert. And you're staring at it, watching other people enjoy it and being, like, miserable. Right. But if you didn't, if you were just like, yeah, this is okay. I can have it in moderation. It's not going to kill me. Okay. You have it. And then you're like, that's good. And then you like probably won't want more. And And you don't have to apologize or explain yourself for eating the cookie. No. If you want more, like. Please eat more. No one is thinking. No one is thinking about what you're eating. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. That's another thing. Like you, you somehow think that like everyone is paying attention. No one cares. Like, yeah. no. No one cares about your order, how much of your order you ate. No one cares. Zero people care. Yeah. Yeah. So, when looking at your own relationship with food, I think the first, I guess, like, tangible tip we can give you is changing your vocabulary. And what I mean by that is, one, chances are, if you 
do feel like you have an unhealthy relationship with food, you probably are, do <laughs> are focusing a lot on what you can't have, what you need to take out, what you need to restrict. But I guess what we're trying to say is focus on like what you can add in, which is what a lot of people don't ever think about because there's so many great nutritious foods that you probably haven't even like discovered yet that if you start adding in will totally like distract you from being like oh I can't have this so like for example at dinner thinking like what like vegetable can I try like adding in like Mm -hmm. what can I add to like this pasta dish like oh, I'm gonna add like kale bro- uh, yeah broccoli. I'm gonna add kale and like broccoli and you're and you will, you don't even taste it yeah but... you literally are like I'm gonna add like I've started adding like spinach and like a lot of things that and you can't honestly you can't really taste, taste it. it when you cook it it's just like and honestly putting spinach in one meal is going to be more greens than most people eat oh, on the daily totally. like literally and it cooks down so small so you can literally you put like a tub it. of spinach in anything a huge handful just throw it in the pan or like adding in like nutritional yeast for example yes. to things or like little things here and there focusing on like ooh, what like foods can i discover that i haven't tried yet or that i don't really eat that often but are like so good like try adding in more fruits like maybe like you want to have a bowl of fruit in the morning like I love doing that at home and I like I started liking a lot more fruits because of that and that will be a much better method Mm -hmm. than being like what can I take out because you're going to be so full on these great nutritious foods Mm -hmm. and like fruits and vegetables that you're not going to be thinking about that they'll clear your skin they'll give you energy like they're just good for you my childhood we didn't really eat a ton of veggies because my one brother does not eat vegetables and neither does my dad. So I was like, I don't even know what vegetables I like when it came to me being able to cook for myself. And I'm telling you, if you roast any vegetable with salt, pepper, garlic powder, olive oil, onion powder, whatever, it'll be good. Oh, 100%. And so like, good. If you don't like it, what I like to do is sometimes I don't love tofu, but like I just want to eat it. So like I'll eat a bite of it with a bite of mashed potatoes. Mm-hmm. So you're still eating the tofu, literally. But it's with you're a bite getting of mashed tofu. potatoes. Yeah. Oh, totally. That's I love doing that. And like just mixing foods together. Yeah. So just like you, get everything yeah, on one. And you don't taste the, the one food that's like, like not great. Right. And or if it's your first time eating it, and you don't know how you feel about it. That's like me it. with quinoa. Like I know quinoa is super quinoa. super good for you, and I've tried to incorporate it more, but it's not great. Plain. Won't lie. No. Um, but I just mix it in with, with like, like a bowl. Yeah, I put it with like hummus and like eat it with like other vegetables or whatever tofu or put sauce on it or something so that I like. You're getting some carbs yeah, in. Getting the carbs, getting the nutrients, but the not more you really eat it, you'll it. probably like it. Yeah, exactly. Speaking of that, guys, I I'm not even kidding. I never liked avocado hummus rice cakes or peanut butter oh my god i started eating avocado toast like end of senior year was my first time trying it i love avocado toast guac now i never ate hummus now i eat it every single day mm-hmm. peppers never tried it until recently rice cakes love with avocado peanut butter with pretzels is like a my new, new favorite found, snack a newfound obsession i never liked yeah. peanut butter and it's now just, i love it yeah it's just going and like trying those foods and like slowly adapting being like try and pair like if you don't like hummus try and pair it with a snack you do love like i love carrots and pretzels especially the everything pretzels so dip that with the hummus you'll probably like it a hundred percent and then like that's a great fueling snack you'll have because you're not just eating a pretzel you're right, eating it exactly. with chickpeas which is 
protein. Yeah, and like good for you. Yes, which is it's great. so good for you. It's so important to have those like snacks, meals that you love and are filling. Yeah. And that like you know you can count on as like a great, delicious, fueling snack or meal, like mm-hmm. our avocado toast in the morning, which yes. you already know. It's amazing. Amazing. And so you're not thinking about it constantly. I just know what I'm eating for Yeah, you just every day. know what you love. Like whether My, that's oatmeal, whatever. With like a lot of you make it nice. Put like yeah. banana, chia seeds, whatever it, on it. Again, focusing on what you can add in. Like right. I started adding I used to hate oatmeal. It used to absolutely disgust me and I know it's so good for you. And it's like so easy to make and I always wanted to like it. And I started adding like banana, I started adding blueberries, then I started like adding chia seeds, hemp hearts, like nuts, like you name it, it's on my oatmeal. And once I started adding that and like found my perfect recipe, obsessed with it, like obsessed with it. And it became so good because I focused on all these things I could add. And I was like, wow, I'm getting in like my carbs. I'm getting in fruits in the morning. Like the chia seeds are filling me up. I don't think Ariana went one day last semester not eating oatmeal. It was an everyday. It was an everyday occurrence. Unless it was the horrible smoothie bowl day. (laughs) (laughs) But pretty much I'd say, yeah, I'd say six out of seven days. Oatmeal was happening. Oatmeal was happening. My refrigerator at home um, every time I get home from school, I, like, send my family to the grocery store with a list of things that I need. Yeah. My bread, whatever bread I like at the time, avocados. Totally. Hummus. My family doesn't eat avocados or hummus, so they know Ooh, when I'm home, add it to the it. fridge. Totally. And there's probably something I can eat with it, so I don't send them out to get, like, carrots because my mom likes carrots. Mm-hmm. So it's just, like, think about if you struggle eating at home because your family eats differently than you, um, tell them your new favorite snack and just always have that on hand totally it will help so much exactly you're not thinking about it never um again with adding in and not taking out like as some of you know at the beginning of quarantine so actually almost a year ago today like almost I my family went vegan and I kind of just went vegan because my family was doing it um and it was a good time because it was quarantine. We really had time to like cook and, you know, like prepare all these like fancy meals. So it was kind of perfect timing. But in that, like I discovered honestly, like half of the foods I like now that I never would have before and discovered like chickpeas and like meals you can make with like summer squash and like all these great meals that vegan or not, I'll have for the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. Just because I was focused on literally adding in and not being super restrictive and decided like oh like I want to have eggs again added in eggs no big deal or like you don't need to tell anyone no you don't have to be like so I know I said I was vegan but no like no there's no explanation or like I'll eat fish when my mom makes it or tried some of a little bit of your chicken the other day I wasn't like Ariana please like just try my chicken it's so good she was like "Ooh, the chicken's really good here can I have a little piece I was like oh my gosh of course yeah like there doesn't have to it's not that deep no it's not eating is not that deep nope like don't make it deeper than it already is yeah no there are way too many quote-unquote rules there should be no rules yeah that is what you want when you want 
I like wish I can drill this into all of your brains. Yes, because it really takes like a it, rewiring yes. of your brain to you, get to this place. And if you're listening to this and being like, hmm, how is it so easy for them? We are the minority. Like, 100%. In college, 100%. I really don't meet like anyone who has these feelings. No, that it's, we do. it's normal to meet people who don't have these right. or at least previously at some point had right. an unhealthy and relationship. And like their language, you'll if you have a healthy relationship with food, you'll be able to pick up like immediately who does not. For sure. And that's again language. with that's again with the vocabulary thing. How pay attention to how you are speaking about food too mm-hmm. and what you say because that can have a huge impact on how other people think of themselves totally. or their relationship with food. And, like, even small comments, like, oh, my God, I cannot believe I just finished that bowl. Do you like, not say that? <laughs> like, you don't know how you're affecting someone else's yeah. thoughts. And, like, labeling certain foods as, like, bad, bad. or, like... I'm trying to think of some examples. Like, chips. Right. Um, fries. Fries. Pizza. Right. Just, like, automatic, like unhealthy foods yeah. quote unquote right sometimes you really need a bag of chips yeah that's, I my, one of my favorite lunches is like a sandwich an iced tea or lemonade and a bag of chips like nothing a, like it I love like <laughs> mm, on a sunny day on like the beach I love a sandwich and chips and not once have I ever been like oh my gosh like do I really need the chips and the sandwich like Yes, I do. Yeah, I don't the finish lunch. the sandwich or the chips sometimes if I'm not hungry. It's the, but it's the whole. It's the whole experience. thing. Don't ruin your experiences yeah, exactly. and your memories because of the food there. Oh, that would totally ruin it. Right. Just make also if you're like out of place, like I know Ariana last semester, like you don't eat cheese. Mm-hmm. So if there is a cheese board situation, she'll sometimes try it, but there's always some. Thing else on the board to make it work right like always like something there, we always do veggies or like an apple crackers crackers like baguette slices right so like there's always like ways to work around it yeah we know diet culture and food restriction is a very heavy topic for certain people but we have a few notes to end on that we want you guys to remember when you're viewing your own relationship with food yeah um the first is it is so easy to have negative thoughts about food because diet trends, food trends, whatever, are always changing. And there's why bother to try to like fit some mold that is constantly going to change. And the image or America's diet industry's image of the perfect body is always changing too. Mm. So there's absolutely no point and dedicating your, your life, whole food life yeah into into what you think is right um and going off of that there's really no one size fits all way to no. eat or to live for that matter whether it's like working out or eating habits like if Ariana and I ate the exact same meals every day for a month we would still look completely different because everybody's body is different yeah so like don't take don't be too hard on yourself and also remember if one diet works for someone it doesn't mean it's going to work for you my yeah, mom not at all and my cousins did paleo for a while and they looked great but i would not enjoy that right so and it just wouldn't work for you it wouldn't style. work for me yeah like it just just take a look on your own life yeah and like do what feels good for your body right 
keep track of what foods make you feel energized. Um, I notice a lot of difference in my skin when I'm eating a lot of vegetables. Mm-hmm. When am I feeling extra glowy when I'm drinking a lot of water and eating a lot of veggies? Yeah, there are foods I know like really make me like have a really bad stomach ache and I know I'm going to be really unwell from. And so, a lot of those foods are not quote-unquote unhealthy foods. Not at all. Like I have to literally be like, okay... Brussels sprouts are gonna make like give me a really big stomach ache, so I have to eat like less of them because like my body Does is not like not gonna be well. well to that. But like, see, you took note of that yourself. But right. I could eat Brussels and feel amazing after. Right, exactly. And so it's like there's literally not one no. food that's like oh, or there's foods that are definitely gonna make you bloated. Like no, no it's it a lot literally of cheese every, is a big bloater. Yeah, but it's, so but many people don't get different. bloated from cheese. Yeah, it's like literally so different it's not one size fits all the great thing about bodies is that they're all different totally i guess next is whenever you're struggling with this or find yourself like out with your friends or something thinking about this stuff questioning the fries when you find yourself questioning the fries think about what you're going to remember at the end of your life if you're going to remember that you were a little bloated one morning because you ate a little bit more one night or an amazing memory you had with your friends where you're out all sharing fries and pizza and like having a great time like you're gonna remember that you're not gonna remember the food you're gonna remember the experience yeah and you don't want to ruin those amazing memories with those constant thoughts and you're not gonna remember what you look like no also like my mom always says this she looks back on photos from when she was young she's like oh my gosh i can't believe i thought i was big in this phase yeah so like also i always think about this like once you are working out and lose weight like when does it stop right that's so troubling right right you don't want to always because you're always gonna have like you're just gonna gonna want to be five pounds more more. yeah like just worry on the focus on the experience not the food or the workout and if you don't like the journey you know it it, there's no point because if you don't like whatever health journey you're on like you're gonna be miserable your health journey affects your day-to-day life like i we love the way we eat so every day is like basically every day is great yeah because like we wake (laughs) up every morning excited for our (laughs) breakfast like, sure, I don't love cooking in the dorm, but at least I know my breakfast is going to be great. Exactly. So if you're, like, living your life with restricting and not eating foods you love and not doing workouts you love and constantly telling yourself no, it's, it's like, pointless because mm-hmm. you're not going to – it's just going to be an unhealthy cycle. Right. So with that being said, we hope you all found something valuable from this podcast – I know that when I was struggling with my health, hearing this would definitely have helped me. Yeah, Um, this was a super important topic to us, and we're so glad you guys listened. We would Um, love to hear your thoughts on food restriction and your own experiences, so we'll leave our Instagrams in the description if you feel like sending a DM. We would love to chat with you. Yeah, please DM us. Give us a follow. Yeah, yeah. We love feedback and just like knowing that people are listening, um, especially because this topic is so important. Even if it's just one person. Right. If it's our friends, we don't care. Yeah. We appreciate it all. (laughs) Yeah.
So, so with that being said, see you next Monday. See you next Monday for a very fun episode. Bye.